What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Post to Post podcast. We have a very special episode this week, my favorite holiday of the year. My name is Chris Ronan. With me, as always, is my co-host, Matt Small. Hey. What do you think, buddy? You liking the St. Patrick's Day get up? <laughs> Loving it. We're looking good out Loving here, I'd it. say. We got Where, we got Guinnesses. We got our Guinness jersey hung up. Good to go. You got uh, you got all, all the fixings green. for us, all too. All green. I got, like, this green... I don't know what the hell this thing is. But monkey barrel. Looks monkey like Donkey barrel, Kong. But we got these sick hats. I finally have a real beard. <laughs> this is great. I'm loving it. My favorite holiday of the year. It was ruined last year by COVID, and we're not letting it ruin this year. No, not at all. If I'm not black out in the streets of Southie this year, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Want to, let's say, hop right into it? Yeah. Let's what do we got? Give her. All right. So this week. Uh, National Predators Dante Fabro uh, had a hearing with the NHL Department of Play Safety this week uh, after a hit on Hurricanes Brock McGinn and was suspended two games. Uh, Brock McGinn did finish the game while Fabro received the two-minute minor for the hit. Uh, thankfully, McGinn was all right, but I feel like a hit like this should definitely be like an automatic kick from the game, at least. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely something that's up to the referee's discretion. Uh, he definitely came in high, led with the elbow. I didn't like it personally, but I guess I could see him staying in the game. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think personally, if I was the ref, like you're saying, I, I would have tossed him. But. Yeah, it's just dirty, dirty hit. What do you think about the suspension? Is two games the right number? I think... Uh, maybe like uh, two or three. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking before we two found out how many they did. I thought two or three was the right. Two or number. three is fine. Uh, not putting, not making this uh any better because uh just because Dante Farborough uh sorry Dante Farborough did the hit it was it was Brock McGinn. Uh, thankfully he did not get like injured off mm-hmm. it. I mean he got rocked, but like I feel like if it was if he did get injured and he only got two games, I think that's when it yeah would have been a problem. yeah for sure for sure. I don't know. I don't know. It, still it, was, seen, it was dirty as shit. Who was it last week? Was it Brandon Carlo that got injured on the Tom Wilson hit? We still haven't seen him back on the ice, still right? Still haven't seen him yet. And uh, Wilson got seven games? Was it six or seven? I think he got seven, which is one-eighth of the season this year. <sighs> Jesus. It's a lot. But Fucking it's based dirty. on his career, you know? Dirty. Like this Dante Fabro guy. This must be his first hearing. Yeah, you know? for sure. For him to be like, hey, you know, don't do that. Two games. You know, it's, yep. not, it's not, it seems fair to me, especially in a shortened season, too. Yeah. It's just a... Uh, it's just kind of disgusting to see, uh, but it did remind me. I mean, we had like a full week of this shit, like where you just yeah. had like the Tom Wilson hit. Like I feel I like it this. didn't happen earlier in the season, and now they're ramping up and they're becoming All more common. Yep, I don't know, but uh, I guess two games is what the NHL thought was good enough. So we'll see uh, if uh, <laughs> you know something like that. He could probably not learn his lesson, and all of a sudden, like he comes back a few games later, is doing the same shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like like you said, I mean, I didn't really look at it like that initially, but he intended to do what he did in in the clip that we saw, I think, right? Oh, yeah, he for came sure. up high with the elbow. He knew what he was doing. And even in the replay, man, like he like he lifted He got him good. He, he got him good. Like he he lifted that elbow and like his skates came off the ice. Yeah, he drove it. Yep, it's like for ah, sure. No good. But um I don't know. I I do I do feel like something like that. And I'm glad you're with me on that where like a ref sees that type of hit and you're like I don't know, man. Just get off the ice. Like, yeah, it's bad news. Uh, anyway, what what else happened this week uh, was uh, Sergey Bobrovsky uh, versus the Panthers went from playing goaltender to entering a diving competition. Bobrovsky's on the Panthers. Was it the Predators? Oh, was it the Predators? I think it was the Predators. 
Predators play the trip. I'll look it up. Look Keep it up. going, sorry. Oh, God. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I wrote that down. I must have been confused. Uh, anyway, he dove in the National Pre- It was the National Predators, was, yep. Yeah, the Predators. And the National Predators announces Chris Mason and Willie Donick definitely wanted to let him know about his awful diving skills. Like, it, it was like a little clip on the back of his skate, but like even in slow-mo, you're like... He sold it, though. He got the call. Holy shit. He got the call. He sold it well. (laughs) It was so bad. It was pretty bad. He got a little touch. I could see sometimes in the back of the skate, like, it does let you off and you would fall to your ass, but nothing He he played it as if the player forcefully lifted his leg. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's what the ref saw, which makes sense. Like, why would he do that? I'm like, Jesus. Uh, Something I saw that I want to know, another goalie slut thing that I did, was when uh, they were showing him on the ice. And I don't know what he wears underneath his his pants, but like it's a special kind of like um, like leg padding. I don't know. You know how like they have like I think Reebok and CCM now have like these. Uh, the They're full, almost like Under Armour. The shirts. Under Armour stuff. I think that's what he had. But this one was like it looked like all around like his thigh, like extra padding there. How thick would you say? Like that thick, like quarter inch. Yeah, from what I could tell, yeah, like that. Maybe a I little. I think I've seen them sell that. Like uh, it's, it's just for the legs. It's like your uh, what's it called? Uh, not your cup, but the uh, the jock, I guess. But the, the new ones are built in to mm-hmm. like a compression short. It's like a padded compression short that right. has the cup built right. in. I think. I think I've those? seen that. Yeah, I think so. Not hundred percent though. I think the weirdest part was that we. Uh, I saw. It's it. weird that you saw it, honestly. Yeah, because usually like you'd see just the sock, you know. Right, right. So I don't know. Is you know, in, in the NHL for goalies, do you have to wear the socks? Like, is it part of, like, the uniform that you got to wear it? I mean, yeah, because if you didn't, you would have your bare calf exposed. Yeah. And that'd be weird. I feel like I've seen goalies just, like, wear that just not no sock and just, like, I've seen, like, just black, like, like, compression uh-huh. pants. I think so it's I part know, of the uniform. I'm like, I'm, like, 80% sure it's part of the uniform. Yeah. Because, uh, like, uh, you can't do that in men's league either. Because it's also for your protection. Like the skates don't really like cut that too much. Like the the socks and um, the impact of a skate blade on on there. You know what I mean? Right. It could like rip your skin open if it's on bare skin. You know? Yeah, for sure. And even compression shorts wouldn't really give you any protection. Compression pants, rather. Compression pants. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it adds like bulkiness. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I, I was looking at it. And I'm like, I don't think I've seen anyone wear this. Uh, one thing uh, do I do want to bring up? So, uh, that'd have been two years ago. At this point, uh, Mass Hockey League or New England Senior was doing it wasn't it was Mass Hockey League. They were doing like the uh, the training or whatever at Somerville, like that little yeah, like, yep, yep. The goalie skills development and forward skills and development. They needed a goalie, and Petinato asked me to do it a few times. Um, I didn't mind it. It's a good skate. It's just the problem is like getting from here to Somerville at the time of like it's like twelve to one skate, but like on normal times from like you know. To Somerville from here, it just it'll take you like an hour to get there, because of all the traffic of people trying to go into town. So you have to leave in like a little over an hour before to get there, and then coming back is like another hour of traffic. Yeah, so yeah. it's like I do this, but it takes up like my entire like Saturday. I mean, I liked it because I think I would do the eleven to twelve skills, and then a twelve to one goalie clinic he had, and then a one to two skate or something like that. Oh wow! So it ended up being three hours, and I got to play. I could play out for free in it if I wanted to. Oh, nice. In the skate, so oh, it was awesome. a good, it was a good little deal. But had, I, I enjoyed it. He had this uh, guy, this kid that was like teaching. He apparently went to college and played hockey. I played goalie, but uh, I didn't really get to know him that great. But uh, this is when I first got. 
This is when I first switched to the bower, the new bower skates without the cow, without the cowlings, mm-hmm. and like when you get again like new stuff, man, it just it switches up like how you normally do things, like how I would normally tie up my Vaughn pads on there was like totally different, and I was feeling it like my pads for some reason were like way too loose, or I think I had like the um. I think I had the straps like way too tight or something like that. So I was having issues. And the kid just came up to me. He goes, uh, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know. I got these new skates. I'm trying to figure things out. And he goes, he goes, I see you wearing thigh guards. I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, 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 I don't really wear them at all. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no thigh, do you, thigh guards. I'm all for them. I wear them. Yeah. But there's a lot but of guys that don't. Really? The new, some of the new pads protect it. Like you don't need them. Oh, you don't really? get hit there. But like my shit, dude, I got hit there all the time. Ugh. All the time. It's the worst. Without having the, the knee, I call them knee guards, honestly, because that's how I use them. Yeah. Rather than like a thigh guard. But mm-hmm. um, without those, my knees would get destroyed. destroyed. It was terrible. Destroyed. I hated it. Destroyed. Um, those were weird to get used to when you played without them and then you put those on because now it's like an extra two inches of like when you drop down, you're taller, you know? Right, right, right. I remember back in the day, like you didn't need those. Like the, remember the pads came with them? Yeah, and they were really bad though. And they were fucking they were terrible. terrible. Yeah. Like I remember getting my Reebok 6Ks. This is way back in the day. I think I had the same ones. Oh, you did? Different color style, but same same Reeboks. And they had that thin ass little plastic that you just mm-hmm. like tied right here. And yeah. I used to like get a puck like straight to the thought oh my fucking yeah. god <laughs> it would give you like a dead leg and you'd just be like oh, like, oh can't move. god and then i switched over to those thigh guards and uh i i for my thigh guards in my pants i have them tied in there so yeah when i, could, when I just put on my pants they do it but they're old now and before i learned that you can uh put them on and then tape them around the leg to tighten them up i was just leaving them loose and sometimes, man, after a few games, they would go to, like, the side, so like, yeah. my thigh would be, like, wide open. And I've taken an absolute clap. It's, like, just skin. Yeah. And just, oh. I, it took me, like, probably three different brands to go through to find the one that worked. The Warrior ones are the best ones, I think, because the other one's, like, the, the – it's not Velcro, but it's, like, stretchy, bungee material. Right. Kind of, like, rips too quickly, and then you have three different pieces that are all still kind of connected. Right. And, like you said, they just come off, and you're fidgeting with them all game, you know? Right. Huh. I got a – Spin with that. I gotta. Uh, I was thinking about getting a new set. I don't know what to do though. There's like Bowers. Warriors, I like the Warriors like a the lot. Warriors. Those those are the quality brand <clears throat> for me. There's guys that like just throw them on and just like just buy themselves and get up and they just stay there. I would love to grab like a set of those. Yeah, I mean my Warrior ones. I don't tape them down. Like I wanted to at one point, but now I've gotten used to them where I know how to tie the. Uh, sorry, what would you say? Not tie them. Strap them. Strap them. Yeah. yeah, I know how to strap them now that they don't shift on me. Oh, nice. And they work. Yeah. Are they Velcro? Or, oh, yeah. The three yeah. Velcros on the side, but I only use. No, oh, yeah, yeah. I only use two of the Velcros. I think the hmm. third one goes like under the thing. Something. I don't know. It's funky. Curious. But I wonder yeah, if a good. good mod would be like a strap. You know, the, the buckles, buckle and just like tighten it. I wonder mm-hmm. if that would be a good mod. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, definitely something to think about. But uh, want to jump into the Blackhawks here? Yeah. Uh, so Blackhawks Brent Seabrook this uh, this week just announced his retirement after 15 years uh, due to frequent injuries. Uh, he couldn't be helped with that couldn't be helped with surgeries. Seabrook entered the league in 2005 with the Blackhawks and had been with the team ever since. He won the Calder in 2005, Norris in 2010, 2014, and 2016. Attended four All-Star games and raised three Stanley Cups in 2010, 2013, and 2015. What a resume. So what, I mean, I know you probably don't want to retire, but wow, man, like you had a great career. What a tough uh, tough year for the Blackhawks seeing Seabrook and Taves call it a career, you Just know? done. It's like 
tough seeing uh, dynasty players like that go down and yeah. call it a career. Did Taze call it a career? He still hasn't really called it, but it seems like yeah, he's got like this weird like thing that he's very fatigued. And they don't know what's going on. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. He could come back. I wouldn't say call it a career yet, though. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, Brent Seabrook, man, loved him. Uh, I'm gl- like guys go through the leagues for years. They can do their whole entire career and not get a cup or yeah, you know, Norris it's, or anything. It's impressive it's just, that he got three. It's insane. and all with one team too. All right. Uh, speaking about. Uh, what's going on this week? As soon, this literally just happened. Like as soon as I came up to the house, <clears throat> I just got a notification. Uh, St. Louis Blues signed Bennington to a six-year, thirty-six million dollar extension, which is massive. Like that means, like, hey, no, you're not going anywhere. You, I think it says you're our guy, but you're not elite. You're not top tier because the elite guys are getting paid eight, nine, ten. Don't you think? Yeah. Which is kind of weird because Bennington is always up there in the top stats, you know. Just I don't think he's worth the money. I think six mil is the right number. Yeah, but I mean, in his eyes, don't you think he's like I'm worth more than this? I mean, yeah. We talk about like um, I said cocky last week, but what was the word you uh, confident. confident? And I think that goes with him, like the, just the confidence level. Will be like, hey, like I don't know, man. Like it's, it's for to sign a goalie for six years is huge. Like, that is a long time, you know. Um, they do have him at the sweet spot of his career, I think. Right. But I don't know how much value you're going to get out of him after six. Like, right. I think maybe I'm I'm a bigger fan of seeing three or four year contracts, even less, and then seeing where the guy's at and taking it from there. Exactly. But obviously, the players are going to want longer term longevity. Yeah. They're locked in. They're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm set for six years to play in the NHL or at least make this money for right. six years. Right. You know. That's the way goalies are different. I feel like goalies like two or three year contracts and just they should be. I think go you know? through there because. Uh, actually, I was just thinking about uh, Rick DiPietro this week, and what he had like that was a fifteen-year contract, insane, dude. something just insane, Shouldn't where he was like, been done. He, he, I think, uh, was it this year or last year? Like his contract finally ended. Yeah, it's like holy shit. They were shit. paying him; he wasn't even playing. So that's yeah, that's something that needs to. be. That's why the Bobrovsky tenure was such a surprise to me. Honestly, yeah. I was like, holy shit, that's a long one and for a guy just, that probably isn't going to perform to that. Yeah, and he's already eating shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But we'll see with Bennington. They love him. Yeah. It's not that much. I mean, he brought a cup to St. Louis, which n- no goalie's done ever, right? That was the first one St. Louis ever won? Well, that was the first one, yeah, I right? believe so. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, for everyone, I w- fans, what are you doing? Going to get another beer? Yeah, go get one. Should I do it? Do what? I'm going to talk about the NWHL. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So, NWHL is coming back. Uh, They're going to complete the playoffs, and it will take place Friday, March 26th and 27th at the Warrior Ice Arena here in Boston. Uh, You can watch it on NBCSN. I think it will be on their Twitch, too. Yes, they were last time, at least, Yeah, when the playoffs were running. Uh, The league's playoffs was stalled two months ago due to a COVID-19 breakout amongst numerous teams. Uh, the semifinals will be played on the 26th. It will feature the Boston Pride versus Toronto. Uh, I, one thing I found weird was, like, I was like, Toronto what? And it's just like, no, it's just Toronto. Yeah, the Toronto Six. Oh, go on their team website. It just says Toronto, Toronto. Okay. I, I don't know. I just found that. So Toronto Six, I guess. Um, that will be at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And the Connecticut Whale versus the Minnesota Whitecaps at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time, sorry. Uh, the winner of the games will move on to the 
Isabel Cup Championship game on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, if you want to check it out or any of their games, you can go to their Twitch at NWHL, and they have a few games uh, saved on that page. I was actually watching one uh, earlier today. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that games are on Twitch. Like I know they're not. I like, think it's huge... just because they don't have a platform yet, and right. Twitch was like it worked for them. I mean, they got like I think up to 8,000 viewers at once, which is not a lot, but. All things considered, it's it's a good start. It's a good start, I mean? yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, it's cool that they're at Warrior, but what's uh, – oh, it's only two days, though. They think the Bruins will be gone, right? That's why they have that rink. Yeah, and I mean, they could probably practice at TD or something like that, you know. Yeah. They'll, they'll find another place they'll, to they'll practice. They'll figure it out. Uh, it be interesting to see, though. I, um, I kind of wanted to see Boston play Toronto in the finals. From what I saw, it seemed like Toronto and Boston were the two best teams. Obviously, the seeding shook out that they weren't, but yeah. I wanted to see those two play for the for the Isabel Cup. All right, that'd be cool. Um, you know what I was looking at, too? Um, uh, what's her name? Hillary Knight. She was on uh, Boston Pride, but when I decided to look her up, she's not on the roster Yeah, all, she's right? an analyst now. Oh, she is she, an she analyst. She works for... One of the teams, I think, in the NHL now. Oh, really? I think. I'm not 100%. We'll have to look into that. Uh, yeah, I was, it's funny because uh, I don't you know, we're not too into NWHL. I'm sure, I hope they get bigger because, you know. But anyway, I was looking at the Boston Pride, just like kind of looking at the teams because I was looking for Hillary Knight because I'm like, oh, she's on this team. Paul Marr, do you remember him from way, way back in the day? Bruins no. player? Nope. No? Paul Marr is the head coach of... Uh, uh, of the Boston Pride, which I thought was pretty cool. What do you got going on here? She, oh, trying to figure out where she. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what she's doing now. Yeah, she won the she won the first uh, Isabel Cup with the Boston Pride. Right. Like she, I think on her bio on Instagram, she's just uh, Team USA women's hockey player. I think that's it. And that was it. I don't know, but yeah, good for her. It'll be a treat. Yeah, I can't I can't wait to see it. I'm sure. Well, um. We'll definitely talk about this next week. What's going on? We're looking at them now. I'm just keep just keep, keep, going. keep going. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, moving on from the NWHL, uh, something even crazier that um, that I think the NHL and ESPN reach a seven-year broadcast deal. Uh, NHL hasn't been on ESPN in 17 years uh, since 2004. Uh, the deal allows them 25 regular season games on ESPN or ABC, early round playoff games, and one conference final each year, four Stanley Cup final series on ABC, and more than 1,000 games per season streaming on ESPN+. Plus. ESPN+, Plus and Hulu will be the home to 75 ESPN-produced telecasts per, uh, per season. The deal also includes opening night games, NHL All Star games, and six uh, sorry skill challenge game uh, well, skill challenges and other special events. Last game ESPN showed was the seventh game of the Stanley Cup Finals on June seventh, two thousand four, with the Calgary Flames versus Tampa Bay Lightning. Remember that? That was huge back yeah, then. Yeah, that was a big one. That was big. I was actually rewatching that. Can't uh, believe early. Calgary made it that far back then. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> That's well, Kippersoff was like. I mean, Kippa was, like, the guy to go to. And then yeah, you have hot. the Bulin wall, uh, Nikolai Javi Bulin. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was watching that game because now that we're talking about the RVH and everything, I was kind of watching the goalies. So it's very hybrid. Like, they went down to the butterfly, but, like, oh, that, man, they're standing up. Like, Bulin, when, like, on the side of the – on the, like, I don't know, on the boards or whatever, he was standing up and just kind of angling his stick just, like, if the puck came to him. Yeah, just, yeah. Just, like, shoot it off. Um, 
we'll jump to we'll jump to Daryl Suter because uh, we're talking about um, Calgary Flames. Uh, Daryl Sutter replaced head coach Jeff Ward this week of the Calgary Flames. Uh, the front office was not happy with their 11-11-2 start to the season. Daryl Sutter has 18 years of coaching experience with Chicago, L.A., San Jose, and Calgary. Sutter was the head coach of Calgary for the 2004 Cup run, as I was just talking about. Uh, ironically, ESPN is now back after all that time, and now Sutter is back with Calgary, too. He's got two Stanley Cups under his belt as head coach of L.A. back in 2012 and 2014. From his track record, we might see a big turnaround with Calgary. So uh, we were just looking at a list of Cal- uh, Calgary was the five most uh, disappointing teams, disappointing teams yeah. that someone posted. And I don't know, Daryl Sutton might let a fire, fire under their ass. I mean, and- he can't get much worse, so. Oh. I saw I saw a post too. They uh, he's already bag skating them too, which is hilarious. <laughs> you know what bag skate is? It's just like just skating, skating, skating. Yeah, for the listeners, it means all the pucks stay in the bag. So they had a whole practice on the Calgary Flames with no <laughs> just, pucks, just no pucks, just, just skating. Skate. Yeah, just, leg work. I mean, you gotta do something, man. You yeah, light a fire, yeah, whip them into shape. Right. Um, just bouncing back real quick. Right. Uh, Hillary Knight, I think, is like hopping around the league as an analyst. Uh, she joined the Capitals as the inside the glass analyst on March 5th. So, oh, nice. I thought I saw her as like the color commentator for a couple NHL games, too, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So I, I think she's just hopping around doing a bunch of stuff with the uh, the back end. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Back end of like analyst or broadcaster? No, yeah, or... broadcaster. There yeah, you yeah. go. Thanks, pal. You're Appreciate welcome, that. man. Appreciate it. Uh, what do you think about the ESPN pickup? <sighs> so... Actually, ESPN, that's another thing that Disney has their hands in. Cause, so ESPN and Hulu are a thing because Hulu's in there. Hulu and Disney are both together. Like Disney owns thing. ESPN, too. Yeah, isn't that fucking insane? Like, yeah. It, just Disney owns everything. Disney owns everything. And it's, you know, it's funny as shit, too. I don't think, I didn't show you, but, like, this happened today. Like, what was it yesterday that ESPN, they signed the deal? It was yesterday, right? Yeah. They signed the deal. And then today... Uh, Disney put up the trailer for the new Mighty uh, Mighty Ducks movie. Oh, nice! Yeah, I'm that's like, a nice nice crossover. <laughs> shit, they're like waiting. Yeah, like that's like, smart. Uh, it looks. I mean, you're not gonna. You're not gonna be. It's not gonna be like the like normal, old time Mighty Ducks movie, but yeah, not, nothing beats the classics. You no, know, nothing. All these remakes. It's kind of annoying. Like these. These movie producers need to come up with something original. Uh, the actor for Gunnar Bombay, Bombay is in it. I mean, you kind of have to. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. Um, I, so uh, we were just talking about this uh, before we were getting ready here. And I don't know. There's so many memes and shit of ESPN like not knowing a fucking thing about hockey. Well, that's and- just because. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I just think it's because they don't cover it. Like, obviously, NBC has the, the rights to it. So why talk about something that I get no financial gain from right i'm gonna focus on nba nfl so does that mean they stop like paying attention to it Uh, not paying attention they still keep their finger on the pulse they're they're what's espn stand for entertainment Entertainment sports Sports programming network Network, something like that yeah i gotta look that up yeah but i mean (laughs) they're they're obviously still keeping like in touch with it what do you think i think it's gonna be i think espn is shitting their pants right now and they're having the they have like what a handful of months at this point to like figure things out. I don't think they're shitting their pants. You really think they're shitting their pants? Eh. If they if they on the back end if they're planning to sign a 7-year deal with the NHL, they got to have it all the the workings figured out beforehand. They're right. not just like, "Oh shit, we got a contract with them." Like, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. I I don't know. I think that it's better for the the sport to grow 
Uh, ESPN stands for Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. We're close. Yeah, got that. Um, I think it's better for the sport of hockey and the game of hockey to grow because ESPN is the premier sports coverage channel. Like, nobody flicks to NBC. You know, if I if when I think NBC, what do you think first? Not NBC, SN, NBC. Just NBC? Yeah. I don't know, just those stupid shows. Yeah, like... it's all like sitcoms yeah, and shows. Exactly, and yeah. you think ESPN, you think sports, you know? Right. And then NBC, SN, I mean... Their second best thing behind hockey, I think, is probably NASCAR. <laughs> you know, like they got they got good golf coverage, they got NASCAR coverage. Sometimes I think MMA, not one hundred percent on that one, but yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I think ESPN's going to nail this, and it's going to be fucking sick. Especially like the ESPN Plus, Hulu, and Disney Plus package now. It That's going to be sick. A lot more valuable to me. Oh, you yeah. know, I, I might buy that. I was very tempted to because I've heard very good things about the ESPN Plus articles that they have too. Oh, really? That was like the main reason I wanted to jump on it. But right now we currently have Hulu paid for by my Spotify, and then my wife pays for the Disney Plus. So I might cancel both and just merge them all together yeah. and, and get the big package once the NHL comes back next season. For sure. We'll oh, see. I, I'm move. sure they're gonna jack the price oh, yeah. up too. Remember how much NHL TV was? It was like 120 dollars for like. You get every game, nothing. you know. I mean, you get I've, to watch every game. They didn't even drop the price because I was looking for it uh, earlier this season for like this short season, and it was still like one. I think it was even higher. It was like 120, 130 for like. I usually season. see 120. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. I don't know. Just drop the price. I, I've been like so tempted to spring for it, but. We find all these like streaming sites, and it's yeah, just so we, much easier. We, we Who cares? This. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to pay for that. That's how I watch the games. Uh, <laughs> one of them, I, I don't know if we mentioned it before, one of them had a really cool, uh, they had the goalie cam angle that just sh- is straight yeah. down and shows you the crease of the goalie and what they do the entire time that the play's going on. It either worked or it didn't, or it just showed you one goalie. Like, there is, like, they showed two nets, and it'll be like, Vasilevsky and Vasilevsky, or it would work. Oh, no way, I haven't goalies, had that. Or it just, like, wouldn't have it That's at all. That's funny. Uh, it's pretty funny. That's funny. That's actually cool to look at. Hello, it's. I mean, they're gonna show the replay anyway. I don't know. This goalie, it's just like that's cool. Yeah, I mean, you can watch it. It it, it was kind of weird for me where the timing was off a little bit. So like the pucks entered the zone, the goalie's setting up, but like on the main video, the pucks entered the zone, he's swinging behind the net, and then on the other video, the goalie's just reacting to him entering the zone. Right. So it was like a little bit delayed, but either way, I thought it was cool to see how they react to certain plays. You for know? sure. Yeah, streaming is the way to go. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Find anything for free online. <laughs> Reddit. Uh, so, want to move on? I know I kind of... Well, I mean, the only thing we could do is wait. Like, we'll find out next season how ESPN does with this. Yeah. Yeah, that's really all it are is. They, but... Are they going to keep the regular... Like, are they going to hire, like, the NBCSN? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Catherine right? Tappen. What else are they going to do? I mean, well, Catherine Tappen's on NHL Network, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, NHL right. Network, I think those people will stay, yeah. but the NBCSN and coverage will, will go. Is that um? Oh shit! The coach that just got creamed. Babcock is Babcock NBCSN. I think he is right, and I think uh, Hart uh, Hartnell is oh, NBCSN. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think um. But it, like, is Hartnell? I, I think so. I saw Hartnell on um, NHL Network. Oh, I, I think he might be NHL. Thing, so and like Patrick NBC. Sharp is. Yeah, it's NHL NBCSN. Network. That's NBC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, if I'm not so, mistaken, I'm, so I'm all I mean, fucked up. Either right way, now. half and half, you know. Yeah, yeah. Dad gets Dad gets the NHL network, and Mom gets the NBC network uh, <laughs> reporters. It works. <laughs> uh, so moving on from ESPN, uh, I have a random unofficial fact of the day to the point where, like, looking this up, even Google was just like, I have no idea what the fuck you're trying to look for. It's it's crazy, like 
these random stats that come up that you no idea what to punch no in idea. to find them. Even in NHL, is just like, I have no idea yeah. what that, that yeah. is. Even I have all these other random-ass stats, but I have no idea what you're looking yep. for. Uh, so the game this week, Blues versus L.A., uh, possibly have the longest delayed penalty in the history of the NHL, quote-unquote, because I don't know. It just seems like it. <laughs> uh, L.A. rookie Tobias uh, Bjornfoot, yes, I got it right, uh, was called for a penalty at around 7.30 in the third period. The referee had his arm up for the call, and finally at 4.02, he was able to blow the whistle and put his arm down. It's so funny. When, they, when they're, like, moving, the ref has to, like, keep his arm up. So his arm up was, the, like, the entire time. Yep, yep. It's fucking hilarious. Um, the time for the delay penalty was 3 minutes and 36 seconds long. They got three shots on goal. Other than that, it was just, it was just all passing and throwing it back to the zone. Yeah, just got to like, maintain zone zone Jesus. time, pressure, keep the puck to let them touch it, and get those five guys on the Kings gassed and try and try and – I mean, they, Break away. they looked gassed. Like, when they were in the zone, like, they were in the zone. Like, the passing and shots, man, like... That's the worst, dude, because, like, it. it's so frustrating as a goalie when, like, just touch the puck. Just get possession. That's Jesus. all it is, yeah. you know? Uh, they came close. Uh, I guess... Uh, I can't remember who... Um, uh, I can't remember who the L.A. guy was, but, like, uh, he kind of got it. The shot came off, and he kind of got it with the stick, but he didn't have possession of it, and it bounced back to a Blues player. I was like, oh. It's like <laughs> some of that is just, like, just hit the stick and be like, that's it. But I don't know. Uh, it, it was just funny that they got three shots off, and it just, they just kept getting the puck. Was that the 4-3 overtime game? Yes. Damn. That's crazy. So the Kings ended up winning. Good thing they held on on the uh... – Right. Those three, three and a half minutes. <laughs> um, let's see what else we got here. Oh, yeah, that's right. So last week, so last one. So last week, uh, I talked about Flurry uh, with Robin Leonard out. And he's, because uh, we were talking about 10, what, at the shit, I was rewatching it, and you were like 10 games straight or something like that he played yeah, he last played week. Ten, 10 straight games, and Oscar Dansk was sitting on the bench getting cool. Right. And Oscar Dansk. Stayed cool because he ended up playing two, right? He played two or three, okay. I think on this. So Robin Letter, who's been out on a long-term injured reserve, was able to practice with the Silver Knights, which is Vegas's AHL affiliate team, on a conditioning loan this week. What a lack of creativity in coming up with an AHL team! The right. Golden Knights and the Silver, Silver Knights. Knights. Like, all right, cool. you shouldn't name them like the Bronze Knights, the, the Noble Steeds. <laughs> 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 they came up like it's almost like they named the team like oh cool Vegas Golden Knights and they're like like at last minute it was just like yeah but you have an AHL affiliate team like shit <laughs> <laughs> Silver Knights work uh, in his absence Mock Andre Flurry has taken over and in a big way so we talked about random stats but this actually works <clears throat> since February seventh. Uh, Robin Lennon's injury, the Golden Knights have played 15 games where Fur- uh, where Flurry played 13 of them. Uh, stats from February 7th to today uh, rank Flurry as the second-best goaltender in the league. Uh, in the 13 games he's played, he was 8-5 and five with a .936 GAA and uh, 1.88 save percentage right below Vasilevsky. But as of right now... Uh, those stats shot Flory up to the number one goaltender in the league overall with a 12 and 5 record, 0.938 save percentage, and 1.73 GAA, placing Vasilevsky in second spot. So not only did Robin Leonard go down, they're like, yeah, this backup just needs to go in and just shut shit down. Like, Flory came in and was like, I'm going to shut Wait, everything down. So from February 7th to today, Flory's ranked second. No, no, then- no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. So 
we're looking at the stats, we're going to talk about random stats. From February seventh, the day that Robin Leonard yep. got got injured, to today, in the in that in that time frame, yep. Uh, compared to every other goalie, he's second. Yep. But overall, for this entire season, the entire season for the entire season so far, he's first. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. It just shot him up past Vasilevsky. Wow. So, talking about that one A one B tandem, man, and holy shit. Yeah, you don't even need a B when you have Flurry, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how bad? I mean, I know Flurry got picked up in the uh, the expansion, but how bad do you think Pittsburgh's looking at this? Like shit. <laughs> yeah, right. They're they're actually not doing too bad though. They're third in the East right now. Yeah, Tristan Jari is kind of having a you know play on his head, but Flurry, man. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd still rather have Flurry. Yeah, have, for sure. Have that be safe. <laughs> Absolute brick wall. Down. Uh. Oh, speaking of Vegas, so Dylan Coughlin, the rookie for Vegas, scored his first NHL goal this week versus Minnesota, and then went on to score two more for a hat trick. Imagine that—the first game, first goal he scored, and then like, yeah, I got two more in me. Uh, last rookie to do that was actually Austin Matthews in 2016 when he scored four goals in his first game. So, know who I thought it was? Games. I, I don't think it was uh, his first game, obviously, but Tomas Hurdle scored four goals, four. like his third game in the, the, his, in, in the league. No, 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 it was his rookie game. It, was his first it wasn't, game. no, I looked it up. Oh, it wasn't? No. I thought it was. He played like October 5th, and then he played on October 13th was the night that he went off on Lundqvist. He scored like between the legs against him, too. It was sick. Oh, God. Yeah, hey, not so sick. His parents that's, like crying in the stands. That's when. Uh, that's where the uh, his nickname came from, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Hurdle. Yeah, that doesn't have to do with him scoring the goals though. But after those goals, that's what they were calling him. Yeah, but his nickname doesn't come from that. I thought it came from that. Why they're not related? It's just his last name is Hurdle and it rhymes with turtle. So they well, said I thought he was like a Ninja mutant because he had four goals. Oh no, no, just and teenager. No. Oh, I don't know. I thought it. Did. <laughs> All right. Um, Can't know everything. Well, dude, this this has been such a tight run this season. It's insane. Like the Blackhawks were first, and now they've bopped down. Like we got Lightning, Hurricane, Panthers, Blackhawks. You want to get into this now or not yet? No, go ahead. So Central: Lightning, Hurricanes, Panthers, Blackhawks. Like they were first in the league in the league like three weeks ago, weren't they? Mm-hmm. And then East Division: Islanders, Capitals, Penguins, Bruins. And the Bruins were on fire. Just the Islanders took off, dude. Varlamov is, is standing on his head. Shit. Then we got Knights, Blues, Wild, and Avalanche. The Wild are, are turning it around, dude. They're moving up. Uh, Kirill's been unreal. Is it Kaprasov? Is that how you say it? That rookie? Kaprasov. He yeah. might be taking that uh, Calder Trophy home. Um, the Avalanche, it too, also dropping down to fourth. That's nuts, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird, man, because Grubau was, be- like, I don't know. It's been fluctuating. I feel like every week when I'm doing this stuff, like, I look at the stats and I'm like, oh, this team's They're now just third so close, this- yeah, like, points-wise. There's no team... Well, I guess there are some teams that are just getting, like, bopped on the head, but all the other teams are kind of even, you know what I mean? Right. We're talking about there was this game Carolina played last week that shot them up to first place. Yeah. And, like, literally the next day or two days later, uh, where are they now? They're, like, second or third? Uh, they aren't even top four now. Yeah. Right? It just where? shot down. So I'm just saying, like, the oh, fluctuating. No, yeah, I'm an idiot. Oh, second. Okay, yeah. yeah. They're, just, they're just fluctuating. But um, that means everything's then, tight. Besides, what's Toronto looking like? I know Edmonton's second, which is Edmonton and the incredible. Jets are starting to close the gap. Uh, Toronto, Oilers, Jets, and Canadians. So they're at uh, 38 points for Toronto, 34, 33, 31. They used to have like an eight point, nine point gap, I believe. Wow. But they dropped a couple to the Jets, and that that sprung them back up. And the Oilers have just been red hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just a just a weird season all around. Um, can you look at um? I already forgot who won. It was this week. It was Winnipeg versus Toronto. 
they had a whole series together. We we talked about it the week before. You wanted to yep, and track of that. I think they only played one game so far. Today is the second and the third Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. So they only played one game out of that series so far. And I think it was Winnipeg who won. No, I think it was Toronto that came back. I thought they had already played two, but I could be highly mistaken. So uh, last night, uh, we were recording on Thursday, Thursday. March 11th. Uh, Tuesday, March 9th, the Jets won 4-3. to three. And Jets then today, four. the Leafs won 4-3 to three in overtime. Oh, so that's shit. a back and forth, and right. we'll see uh, what the tiebreaker is uh, Saturday. 7 p.m. That's nice. Yeah, because uh, I remember watching that game, and I'm like, oh, that's sick, man. Like, I mean, it was a great game. I'm like, then today I was curious what like, the standings were, and I'm like, they dropped. <laughs> they didn't even like go up. They're third now. Edmonton's second, and Toronto's standing first. I'm like, Yeah, oh, Edmonton's so just been on a heater. Matter? They're on a three-game win streak, too. That'll that'll change things, you know? I think Toronto's going to like eventually start falling apart. <laughs> like, what's going on? I mean, I could see... I could see them doing what the Lightning did uh, the year that they won the President's Trophy and just get a first-round bounced, you know? Hey. I mean, we'll see what happens. But they, they are last 10-6-4-0, and they're on a three-game losing streak, actually. Why does it say that? That doesn't make any sense. Let me check real quick. I got to tell you, the NHL now, the NHL.com is just all over the place. <laughs> like, uh, thankfully, uh, LA Kings today, for some reason, updated the – so whenever like I look up like goalies coming in – and stuff out of like the taxi squad they don't the teams don't update their rosters at all on the site so you're like you look at the news you look into like instagram and shit like what the hell's actually going on yeah so that last one's on me i haven't refreshed the standings that's because toronto just beat the winnipeg jets tonight before we recorded the game was still going and now that the game's over they're on a one game win streak because they just they just won but before that they dropped three three before that in a row uh jets canucks canucks interesting yeah Hmm. I'm telling you, man, it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be a weird. Uh, who do you got? I, I know we can't say right now who's gonna win the cup, but like, who's got like the best chance right now that you think? <clears throat> I mean, it's all it's all streakiness to me, honestly. Like, if if the Knights can get healthy, I think they have a, a great chance. Mm-hmm. And for like a hot team right now, I want to say the New York Islanders. I'd like to see them get one. Right. Barzell's nasty. Varlamov's playing hot. But it's it, honestly, it's all about the timing of when you get hot. Because think about all the streaks that we've had. Right. Ottawa went on a tear at one point in the season. They were 9-1-1 and in the last 10. Right. They were 1-9 and to start the season, and they are 5-5 five and five now. So they've hit every streak that you can hit. Um, but I think in general, it's just about getting hot at the right time. So that's why I think the NHL is the hardest one to predict. Um, you just you just never know at all. Who, I'm with we, you on we, Vegas. We picked I'll, it at the beginning. I'll let me, you let me pull Vegas. up what we picked. What do you have for who you think is could win it now out of what we got? Uh, if I remember correctly, I think we had the Bruins up there. But like right now, you're just talking about being hot at the right spot, and the Bruins are just not hot right now. They're, yeah, someone someone apart. mentioned earlier this week that they were going to be making making a move doing something but I don't, I don't know there's always hubbub uh there's word of jack eichel going to uh the rangers too That'd oh wow interesting. yeah he wants out of buffalo bad man bad. yeah he wants to pl- he wants to live in buffalo i know never mind playing buffalo i'm not playing just living there brutal um i'm trying to remember who we had i i, I could guarantee you it's just a 180 from what we originally talked about in the beginning yeah who do you have what's your what's your choice right now 
Uh, from the games that I've watched. So. So, it's like. The game, the teams that I have in my head are teams that uh, play great right now, but come playoff time, you know, they're not. They're not used to playoff hockey. They're not like veterans in playoff hockey. Mm-hmm. Like you'll take, I guess you have Joe Thornton for the Toronto Maple Leafs that can like show you the way. But at the same time, it's just like they always fizzle out at the playoffs. They fizzle out, yeah. The, uh, Sharks. You also have Vegas Golden Knights, who you got Robin Leonard and Flurry, who know what the hell it takes. Terrible timing, but I'm gonna go take a piss. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> So you got. F- Do I, should I just restart when you come back? He's. <laughs> I love how like the chair just like moves and he just like leaves me. Here. Oh, uh, God! What the hell are we talking? Oh, you know what? Well, while he's while he's out, I had this one last thing that I did want to talk about. <clears throat> so, Flyers fan and Marine Sergeant Justin Solario uh, found out the Flyers were having fans back at the Well Fargo Center on March seventh. And no matter what he was attending, he drove 500 miles from his base camp and I might have to, I'm probably going to say this wrong, Lejeune, Lejeune, North Carolina. I I just, I butchered that. Uh, To attend the game in Flyers, Sean Courtier uh, found out about it and signed a jersey for him. He will also actually be at the game tonight versus Washington as well. So cheers, buddy. Salute. Uh, I mean, if you're a Flyers fan, holy shit, 500-mile drive, man. Like, I can't – some some people, like, are just used to that kind of drive, but not me. So when I was first working – when I first started work from where, where I work, I had to drive from, like, Boston to Worcester, which is, like, 50 miles there and 50 miles back. So it was, like, 100 miles a day. So picture doing that five times. Holy shit. Like – Oh, you weren't here for that. Oh, fuck you. I'm not even going to say it again. Should I say it again? Because you're not you're part of this now? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so I was just saying how a Flyers fan, Marine Sergeant Justin Slario, actually drove, uh, found out that uh, the Wells Fargo Center was having fans. So he drove, he drove 500 miles from his base camp to see the game. And I'm like, 500 miles is just intense. And I was like, 50 miles from... Dorchester to uh, Worcester is 50 miles, right? Yeah. And then 50 miles back from Worcester to Dorchester. So now do that five, do that shit five times to go to a Flyers game. That nuts. Yeah, I mean the way I I was doing the math too. I was thinking like if you drive a mile a minute, like 60 miles an hour, it's uh 500 minutes, which is like eight hours, <laughs> eight and a half hours of driving. Oh like, shit, that's fucking awful. That's nuts. You gotta be a fan. Fan, 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 man. Yeah, that's that's insane. All right, you want to go back to what I had? Sorry to leave you hanging there. That felt great, though. That was a good one. <laughs> I had nothing prepared. Yeah, you good. left. I know. Like, it was like the no. worst time. I was like, dude, I got to go. Um, Usually right. you pick the greatest times. So I had nothing. who are you picking? I, uh, said, I said the Islanders for my hot team and uh, Vegas for my safety net. Uh, I'll take your safety net. I'll say Vegas. Uh, I'll say... For your Islanders, I want to say maybe a second-round exit. Okay. I'll give them that. Um, should I do an Eastern? No, just just a team. Just that a you team th- who that do you think is going to win I the think, Cup? I think it's going to be Vegas. And then do you have a second pick or no? Uh, you don't have to. But. Vegas or um, 
I'm trying to think. It's like it's like Vegas, or I'm trying to think who would be like a great uh, push. I mean, there's there's so many great teams right now besides like a handful. And they're all kind of random, honestly. They're not like the ones that you expect at the beginning of the season. Right. I can't wait to tell you what we have for our our picks. We'll go it, over them. It's now. probably terrible. We're halfway through the season, so it's a good time to go th- go over them now, just to see where we're standing. Right. Um, it's a good week too. Too. We don't have anything else. So. I'm trying to think. What's uh? Who's on the Eastern right now? It's uh. Islanders, Caps, Pens, Bruins. Oh, man, Islanders, Caps, Pens, Bruins. I don't think Pens are gonna do it. I'll say, you know what? Maybe the Bruins get a fire under their ass and like they push. Hometown bitch answer. I don't want to fucking okay. say that. So here's what we got in the East Division for our picks. Uh, currently, standings are Islanders, Capitals, Penguins, Bruins. I picked in in this order. Philly, Boston, Washington, New York. So the only difference I have is the Penguins and the Flyers. But three of my four teams are in. You had Boston, Washington, Islanders, Devils. So same thing. You had the Penguins out and the Devils in. Mm -hmm. For the Central, I had Tampa, Columbus, Florida, Dallas. We currently have Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Chicago. So I got two right there. And you have Tampa, Nashville, Columbus, Carolina. And you have two right there with Tampa and the Hurricanes being in. Right. Uh, Oh, and you had Tampa in first. I had Tampa in first, and that's wrong. Oh, that's another team. And then I had Philly in first and Boston in first, and that's both wrong. In the West, we'll do you first this time. Right now we currently have Vegas, St. Louis, Minnesota, and Colorado. You had Vegas, St. Louis, Anaheim, Minnesota. Nice. Wow. Three of them. I had Vegas, Colorado, St. Louis, and Arizona, and I, I missed uh, on the wild. And we both had Vegas in first, which is correct right now. Mm-hmm. In the north, you had Winnipeg, sorry, currently, Toronto, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Montreal. <laughs> you had Winnipeg, Vancouver, Toronto, Calgary, so you got two there. I had Edmonton, Toronto, Vancouver, and Ottawa, so I had two wrong there as well. And I had Edmonton in first. You had Winnipeg in first. So we both dusted the leaves, and they're dusting us. <laughs> and then Stanley Cup champs. Do you remember who you picked? Was I a hometown hero? No. I wasn't? No. Um, Tampa? Yes, and I picked Colorado. I was just about to say Tampa as you were talking. I was like, I wonder if Tampa will do with another push. Yeah, I mean, they're 8-1-1 one, and one in their last 10 on a two-game win streak. Right. That's kind of nuts. Think they can do back-to-back? Yeah, I mean... I think if anyone could, it's Tampa. Tampa. They have the same squad from last year. They're performing the same way. Um, obviously, no one else has the opportunity to, to go back-to-back. But, right. um, like, Pittsburgh did it. I think Tampa can do it with their crew. Mm-hmm. You know? Interesting. That'd be funny to see Tampa if they could actually do it. Hmm. Got any plans for St. Patrick's Day weekend? I got nothing, buddy. Do you think – all right, so St. Patrick's Day falls on a Wednesday. Do you think the weekend before or the weekend after is the holiday? Wednesday? The weekend before, weekend after. Yeah. If it, if it falls on a wins, if it falls on a Wednesday, which is half the week, that means the weekend before and the weekend after. That's what I'm saying, right? <laughs> That's what I'm on board. It's with. a double. It's a double whammy. That's it's, right. I mean, it's just you're just getting more passed out drunk than you usually. Just more do. Guinness, dude. This jersey's sick too, isn't it? I love it. Nineteen. Uh, sorry, yeah, nineteen. Seventeen fifty nine. Guinness established in Ireland. This jersey's sweet. Still don't know where you got that from. I got it at the Lucky Shamrock in Quincy. Shout out to them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like a wicked Irish store. <laughs> like, here you go. Uh, wait, what are you doing? 
for Saint uh, Valentine's My buddy's having a party Saturday. I might go. I might not. I'm not sure. My work schedule's been kind of crazy lately, but... I mean, Wednesday, I am getting Cripple Bomb sandwich, drinking <laughs> an eight-pack of Guinness to myself, and calling it a night. Good man. Yeah, that's I, I love it, dude. Oh, dude, I'm pumped, too. The diner that I'm at is uh, doing a boiled dinner on Sunday. Oh, so good. You ever had boiled dinner? No. Wicked Irish thing. Like, back in the day, my grandfather he loved it. He would have, like, the whole family over. I was, like, eight. They would all get shit-faced. I would mm-hmm. just hang out and chill. And... uh <laughs> He would make, they would make a boiled dinner so good. It's like ham, uh, cabbage, turnip, mashed potatoes, or not mashed potatoes, boiled potatoes. Everything's boiled. I mean, it's yeah. so good, dude. Everything's potatoes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well. What? Turnip. Turnips. And uh, ham okay. and cabbage. Oh, the cabbage too. is yeah. my favorite, which yeah, is okay. kind of gross yep. to say. <laughs> but it's fucking delicious. I love boiled dinner. Is that cabbage you like? Cabbage. Oh, interesting. In a boiled dinner. I don't have it any other time than boiled dinner. They're just it's that. so good, dude. I want to look that up. I have no idea what the hell boiled dinner is. I think it's literally like get a big pot of boiling water, put your ham, your cabbage, your turnip, and your potato just in it. Boil it. And boil it. And they're just like, what do we <laughs> call it? And like a boiled dinner. <laughs> it's bomb though. I'm guilty pleasure for sure. Now, next year, say next year everything's back to normal. You know, when you're from Boston, like St. Patty's Day and Southie's like a thing when you're like you're a teenager because that's when that's when you go outside and drink. That's when teenagers <laughs> go out and just like get, just get hammered, like just under the underage drinking. But when you get to our age, it's just like you think of Southie, you're like, nah, it's gonna be a fucking shit show. But I think when everything gets back to normal, what do you think? Say next year everything's back to normal. What do you think Southie's gonna be like next year? Oh my god, a nightmare, a zoo, a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> my wife and I are um, we were supposed to get married in Aruba originally, but uh, because of COVID, we ended up doing a driveway wedding. It was pretty sweet, sick. <laughs> um, but we're looking to renew our vows in August, and we're we're gonna go down and uh, you know have everyone that can make it come down and do like a wedding, you know. Yeah. And, I mean, you don't really renew your vows like eight months, or eleven months later. Yeah. But it's just so that we can have like an actual ceremony and like right. have fun with everyone. So we're doing it like if you can make it, great. If you can't, no hard feelings. But I just can't wait because it's basically like we take all these people that are in lockdown for a year pick them up and put them on an island and let them go nuts. <laughs> it's going to be fucking amazing, dude. I can't wait. You're going to be face first on the stage. Oh, my God, dude. I'm going to be dunzo bunzo. <laughs> it's going to be great. But I'm, I'm very excited. I'm hoping that I get to golf while I'm in Aruba, too. Oh, nice. I really want to hit a course down there. But it's awesome. I can't wait to do the um, – unfortunately, I can't go. I don't know. With the, work, the way the work is right now, who knows? But, yeah, maybe uh, just turn your phone off for a week and see yeah, if you still have like, a job oh, when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> Call them up and be like, hey, did, did my still have a job? Hey, no, do you need right. me this week? Okay, great. Bye. Okay, cool. I don't work there anymore. All right, cool. Um, what was the uh, the the ship party, the boat party? There's a party bus, if, if that's what the, coo- uh, the Cuckoo Canoe No, no, no. There's... No, you're talking about some like boat party where everyone can just get shit-faced on a boat. Am I wrong? I think it was a bus. It was a bus party? And we go, they do like a bar crawl around the island, which is awesome. No, I'm not talking about uh, on the island. It's, I'm not talking about Aruba at all. It's a, a friend of yours. Oh, the booze cruise. The booze the cruise. The Jim Plunkett booze cruise. Jim yeah. Plunkett booze Yeah, I can't wait. I'm going to fucking do that. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. I, I don't know if he's going to play this year. They were I'm talking, not talking about this year. I'm just saying probably next year when I mean, I think he might be done. He's older. This oh, is, really? This is Bob's brother, my, my father-in-law's brother. Oh, shit. Okay. So... He does. He used to do happy hours down the Cape, but the Improper Bostonian, which I shouted out one episode, closed. Yeah. Right. So this year he's like, even if things are back to normal, like there's nowhere for me to. There's like no location for happy hour right now. Right. So he does like private events, things like that, and the booze cruises. If they come back, maybe he'll do them. But for the most part, I think this might be his way of, uh, Being like, you know, I'm saying done. goodbye. I'm done. 
But Justin. if he does them again, man, we'll, we'll, it's so much fun. Oh dude. my god, it's a blast. We can make our own booze cruise. Oh my god, you wouldn't believe it, dude. Like <laughs> one one month, they we would go like we would definitely go to the first one of the year, and we'd definitely go to the last one of the year. And they would do like June and September. The September was fucking cold, but <laughs> we would always go to those two. And then anyone in between, if we made it, we made it. And uh, it was like every, not every other, but like one week was like, all right, this is my booze cruise. So I would get shit housed and Mary Kate would like <laughs> make sure I make it back to the car. And then the next time it's her turn and we take care of her. It's it's just a wicked good time. <laughs> How so much, much is fun. it? Free. <laughs> for for us. But, count, count me in. Right. Count me in um, if it's still up. But I think it's like, I don't know, $25 tickets if oh, you have to buy bad. a ticket. But usually if, if you're with our group, like you just get on. That's awesome. It's pretty sweet. Like. And it's it's usually really packed and crowded, and it's it's a nice mix because the older generation, like my mother's and like our parents' ages, mm-hmm. they all listened to Jim Plunkett growing up and just got like shit face having fun. Right. And now the younger kids are still doing it too. So you have like the old crowd and the young, the crowd, young crowd all in one place, and everybody just has fun. I love traditions like that. Like maybe he's done, but like there's a, like another part of that group are just like, all right, now it's my turn to yeah. pick it up. Yeah. and we'll, we'll do it. But um, yeah, it's, it's a wicked good time. And like I said, like if you're with us, like there's like. A little behind the stage area that like we all just chill in on the boat, which is it's wicked cool. Yeah, it's a wicked good time. We know everybody that on the ship. A buddy that I played hockey with is actually the captain of the ship. He he drives it, and the thing's huge, dude. Provincetown too, in Boston, that's massive a, cruise line. That's amazing. It's awesome, dude. P town, buddy. Yeah, having fun over there, buddy. <laughs> no, <laughs> not me. Uh oh my god, I can't think. Oh, so it's been. Uh, um, so in Boston, it's been like, what was it? 66, 70 degrees out today. 70 degrees. Amazing. Beautiful. Oh, my God. Me and the dog were running around the backyard. What a ball tickler, man. Like I, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. What a phrase. I love it. Can't wait to get back. Just changes your mindset, doesn't it? Just having this nice weather. Makes you feel good, man. Daylight savings on the 14th too. Oh my God. That's yeah. right. Everything's looking up, man. Everything's looking up. I have that uh, outdoor patio, the couch that I have out there. Oh, we, did you see the one on my porch? I did. Yeah. I was going to ask you about it, but we're busy doing it that. Yeah. We're, oh, my God. We can chill out there. Yeah. Nothing's better than outdoor drinking, man. Did I tell Nothing. you, I'm, I'm hoping to win a projector screen from my company. Yep. I can't wait, dude. I'll have that set up out back, watch movies, watch the NHL. Move everything out there. Just drink outside while watching hockey. Yeah. Throw beer cans in my neighbor's yard. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> Move. Move. <laughs> Get out of my sight. <laughs> Attack a Luna. Uh, so, oh, my God. Yeah, so everything's looking up. Uh, I feel like I was going to say something else. Something about the couch? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm just talking about just in general. Yeah, I can't wait to – that's been my go-to, man. Like uh, with COVID and like lockdown during the summertime last year, we got that for like a great price. And like it got to the point where like I was just hanging out there and – because everyone's six feet away from me, they're just like no one's coming up to me, n- nothing. I'm just sitting out there outside, like drinking, just like on the laptop and shit. And yeah, yeah. Can't wait nice. to get back to it. Summer's um, gonna be great. I finally get to enjoy the deck that we built last year. We got to use it literally like twice because of COVID. Now we finally get to have people over, enjoy the deck. I'll be it's over nice. here. Yeah. It'll I wonder if we could do like an no. I don't think we'd be able to like an, an outdoor, episode out there. And up, yeah. I got outlets out there. I mean. We only have two outlets, but I think we might be able to make we'll it work. We'll be able to do it. Because we put a power strip in one, and the way you're at, you many. probably don't hear all the cars. Yeah. Might hear, like, the kids in the back, but these mics are pretty good about not picking up, like, the other crap that I have in my basement. Right. I don't know. The children we I have locked do down here. What? <laughs> 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 On that note, I think we should end the episode, buddy, before we get in trouble. 
right. You good to go? Yeah. Want to do a shot? That's Oh, that's right. Let's do it. We got our uh, screwball peanut butter shots. Screwball week. peanut butter whiskey. We're talking I'm about this last so fucking episode. Oh, it tastes like Skippy. So good. I want to try what you were talking about, the Trulies. Oh, yeah. Get a Truly Wildberry and slap it in there. Just slap it in there. I don't have any down here. Maybe next time. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, pal. Uh, happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. Oh, my God. That is delicious. It's peanut butter. Legit liquid peanut butter. So good. God, you can just taste the sugar, too. Whoa. Whoa. Burns on the back end. Yeah. But it's good. Mm-hmm. Ready to call us out? Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. If there's anything you want to see us cover next episode, let us know. Our links are in the description, and we'll see you all next week. Every night, guys. Bye. Bye.